0: Welcome to today's episode. It has been a long, long time since I've done a new episode. I am super, super excited to get back into doing regular podcast episodes with you again. And we'll be doing them once a week. I record them inside the Facebook group. If you are not a part of it, get in. It. It's amazing. It's the kindest, most supportive Facebook group in all of Facebook land, if I do so myself. We love it there. We're ready for you. We will help you declutter, and we get to hang out live and talk to each other. So today's episode, we are talking about decluttering before Christmas, okay? And I have to let you know, I am not the type of person who thinks this far in advance. It's September 20th when we're recording this episode, but here's the thing. This is why you need to get into the Facebook group because there are all kinds of people in the group, some of us are already thinking about Christmas and some of us don't think about Christmas until December 17th. And if you're thinking about Christmas on December 17th, um, you're a little bit too late, right? Okay, so we're gonna break this down into like three chunks of a conversation for sh- why you should start cluttering. Right now, if you're going to get ready for Christmas. Okay, so why do we need to start now? It's not too early. It's the perfect time. How to choose your Christmas values and declutter based on those Christmas values and how to set boundaries for your family, right? Boundaries for what you do and do not want for um, in alignment with your boundaries. Okay, so let's talk about why we need to start it now. Okay, I have been doing Motherhood Simplified for two seasons of Christmas so far. And every year, about December, everyone starts to freak out because of all of the incoming stuff, all of the things that their family are getting. Okay, everyone says, get close to the mic. Okay, that's probably um, Everyone starts to freak out because of, like, what, what their families are getting. Um, they're overwhelmed by all the stuff coming into their house. They are freaking out because they're already drowning in clutter and they didn't think about it. And they spent the rest of the year, the other 365 days of the year overconsuming, right? And not decluttering and avoiding decluttering. So by the time it gets to be Christmas, when people want to give gifts and people are generous and it's historically one of the busiest times of year, we're not ready for it, right? And so it's September 20th. This is how the timeline works, right? In about six weeks, Halloween is going to be over, right? And then when Halloween is over, all of a sudden we're getting ready for Thanksgiving and everything that goes on with Thanksgiving. And you likely aren't going to have a lot of time while you're getting ready for Thanksgiving to actively declutter. And once Thanksgiving is over, it's basically Christmas, right? And it just picks up speed from there. So this little window between right now, September 20th and Halloween it's like your prime time where you don't have any major holiday prep to do. You don't have things coming into your house yet. You don't have people sending you Christmas gifts. You just don't have it, right? Unless you're like us and you have birthdays, right? But that's not the point. The point is that you're not rushing into the holiday season, right? Janelle says, except Canadians, we have Thanksgiving before Halloween. Okay, never mind. Um, but we know this, right? We know that it doesn't slow down. It does not slow down from here. It only gets faster. We don't really get to catch our breath until after the new year, right? And I've seen this twice. I've seen this in two seasons of Motherhood Simplified of the panic that comes with December and, oh my gosh, my house is already bursting at the seams and I'm not ready, right? So you start now, right? Get ahead of it. Thank you to everyone in Motherhood Simplified who thinks about these things in advance and makes it so that we can talk about it, right? Get ready for it now. Um, Now, the other thing that I wanted to tell you is that most of us are already living at max capacity, right? Like as far as the stuff in our house, as far as our schedules, as far as all the things that we do, we don't have a whole lot of margin, right? And then Christmas happens. And all of a sudden, instead of it being this joyous, happy, grateful, giving, generous time of year, it ends up feeling like more of a burden, right? And we're overwhelmed and we're resentful because our houses are already cluttered and all of the stuff that we're getting feels like that much more of a burden. We can't handle it and we don't want to take it. And so we tell people, don't get us gifts, only get us experiences, right? And the issue isn't that they want to give you gifts and that they want to give you stuff. It's that you spent the rest of your year living at max capacity. You didn't have any room to receive anything else. And that's not, right, like that's not other people's fault. It's not the gift giver's fault. It's not the season's fault. It's because that's how we choose to live the rest of the year. And that's why I'm so passionate whenever we talk about like gifts and birthdays and Christmas is like, People giving you gifts is not the problem, right? I will say like a 1% of the time, yes, there are people who actually give way too much. But 99% of the time, it's because we choose to live our lives at max capacity and we just simply don't have room for people to be generous to us and to be kind and to be giving, right? Or to spend time with them and go do all the things because we're already maxed out, right? And that's not a way to live. We need to give ourselves margin, which is better, okay? Okay. Let me know if the audio is sounding better for you guys. Um, and just another reminder that time is not slowing down. Between Now and Christmas, time is not slowing down. You are just going to have more and more and more to do. Um, you are going to have more stuff in your home. And you really do, like, this is your time. This is your time to get it done. This is your time to get ahead of it. This is the time where you're going to have the most margin and the most room to breathe. Start decluttering now. Okay. So just that was a whole lot of words to say start now. Start now. Okay, the audio is better. Um so that was the first part that I wanted to talk to you about. Then I wanted to talk to you about how to choose your Christmas values and declutter around that, and then we'll get into setting boundaries with family. But I'm doing this in a very specific order because before you can set boundaries with family, right? And your friends, you have to know what your Christmas values are. Okay, so decide okay Christmas is like a super personal decision for how you want to celebrate and what you want to celebrate and what you want to have and do and give um and there's no right or wrong answer but I think sometimes we just don't think about what exactly we want it to look like and then it just happens and then we're upset by it because it doesn't look how we wanted it to look right um So just decide, like, do you want to have a Christmas with gifts or do you want to have a Christmas without gifts, right? And I want to talk to you about this because I don't think that gifts are inherently bad, right? I don't think it's bad um, to give your kids presents or toys. And I don't think it's wrong to, to go out, you know, to go a little extra and to splurge on things. Like I just don't. So for me and my family, our Christmas values are that we want to do gifts, right? We want to do a pretty traditional American style Christmas, right? Where we wake up and we do presents because for my husband and I as parents, that's fun, right? To us, it's fun. Um, we had a lot of fun getting presents as kids, and we have even more fun giving our kids presents. But just like I was talking about at the beginning of the video or this episode is that most of us live the other 364 days of the year at max capacity. So when we get to Christmas, we can't enjoy those things. We can't splurge. And if we do, we regret it. And it's a burden and it's frustrating, right? Um, And it's not fun. So I don't think that gifts are inherently bad, but they do feel like a burden And they do feel like a bummer when we live at max capacity and then throw a whole entire season of giving on top of it. And it takes away from our ability to be grateful. It takes away from our ability to appreciate people giving us gifts as an expression of love, right? Because gift giving is an expression of love. It's not um, like gift giving is not about you, right? As the receiver, people give because it feels good to give people give because they want to give you something right they're not doing it because they're like i really think you want this it's like it feels good for me to give you a gift right and that's it so when it comes to this very heavy heavily saturated gift giving season like to tell people like don't give me gifts like don't give us gifts and if you do give us gifts like only give us this kind because I'm already stressed out by the amount of stuff in my house. Like you're, you're taking that away from people. You are robbing them of feeling good and giving you something. Right. And that's not fair. Um, like imagine if you just look like, let's just role play right now, but Shamra here. So, Hey, Shamra, I found this beautiful sweater. It's super colorful. And I know Shamra pretty well, this beautiful sweater. It's super colorful. It's got like tones of like magenta. And teal and it would look so cute on you. And I got it for you for Christmas. Imagine if Shamro was like, don't. Oh my gosh, I already have so much laundry. I am so overwhelmed. Just get me an experience. And I would be like, like, I really like this. (laughs) Like, I it made me think of you. I wanted to give it to you. Right. Like that takes away from the gift-giving experience. And when we live our lives at max capacity and make it so that we can't accept and receive from people, it, it, it takes away from the season, right? The season of Christmas. So for us and our family, gift giving is a part of the season for us and we enjoy doing it and we do it with limits, right? We do it with budgets. We do it within our means. Um, we do it for our kids, like boundaries of stuff that we can actually fit into our home and all of that. And it's easy because the rest of the year was spent not being at max capacity. Right. Um, Now, the other thing that I want to say is that so many people ask for other people to give them an experience gift. And I understand the sentiment of this, and I understand people being overwhelmed by stuff and being like, don't get me stuff." But for me, it's a little bit weird. It feels weird to me to wrap up my time, and give it to my kids, right, Um, and I will say that as my kids get older, and they understand differently, it is different, right, like, my 11-year-old, and my 9-year-old, and my 14-year-old, like, they would really love to, you know, be gifted, you know, like a, a, um, you know, like a, my son would love to go to, like, an NFL game or something, but for me, it has, it felt weird to be, like, I got you the gift of time with your mom, right? And it's like, that's just something I give you because I'm your mom, right? So for me, I don't give my kids the gift of experience. Like that's just what I do as a mom. Um, And so I don't do that, right? And, And I feel like sometimes people ask for experience gifts because they are living their life and this is what I used to do. So I'm just saying this from my own perspective of what I used to do is that I would ask people to get as an experience gift because I was so overwhelmed by stuff. And it was like my way out of <laughs> admitting that I have too much stuff and that my stuff was too overwhelming and that I had way too much clutter in my home to manage and that I overconsumed way too many toys, right? Like, and so I'd be like, just get us like a zoo pass or whatever, right? And like, it was solely so that I didn't have to deal with more stuff, Right. And it feels so much better now to be able to just accept whatever it is that people want to give us, right? Like I get monthly boxes from family, like dollar store toys and whatever else, and it's no big deal because I've decluttered and I have a grip on the stuff in my home and I can maintain it and it's not a big deal anymore like it used to be, but um I do ask, you know, and I have these conversations with my family year round. It's not only at Christmas. Right. So like, I will tell my, my, my parents and like our family members of like, Hey, like we got a Surrey, right. It's like a eight person bike. Um, we'd love it if you got us some accessories, right. Like some baskets to put water bottles in and, and that kind of thing. Um, because they're asking, we're having these conversations like year round. It's not like, it comes to Christmas and all of a sudden I'm desperate and I'm like putting restrictions and limitations on people because I'm overwhelmed by my own home that I didn't take ownership of the rest of the year. Right. So we kind of go from this swing. I think when it comes to Christmas values and gift giving or not gift giving of like being overwhelmed, right. Having way too much stuff and being on that end of the spectrum of like, Oh my gosh, like I, up on my house. I don't want any Christmas gifts. I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to see a gift. I don't want to get a gift from anybody at all. Like, don't do it. Stay out of my house. Don't give us stuff. Right. Like that to like, we're only doing experiences or we're going on a vacation. And then we swing over to this other side of like doing zero gifts and nothing and nobody gets anything and we're going on vacation and that's it. When really, if you could just balance it out, right. And declutter your house before Christmas. Right. And manage what you're consuming the rest of the year, you could get to this point where Christmas is just a splurge, right? And you declutter before Christmas and you get ready and then you reevaluate and you declutter after Christmas and you're good, right? It doesn't have to be the extremes. I don't think we should live in the extremes. Um, Now, I also want to preface that by saying that my older kids are 14, 11, and 9 and they're almost to the ages where we could go do things like that, right? My little kids who are three and um, almost three and one, like they're not gonna, you know, they don't really care. But once they're in those ages where like waking up on Christmas morning is fun, it's fun to open presents. We wanna give them that experience too. Like that is an experience, right? Christmas morning is an experience that we want to give our kids. And when they're older, you know, we, my husband and I have talked about it, like exploring the ideas of traveling somewhere for Christmas, right? or doing something different for Christmas, but for us right now, like, that's the experience that we want to have for us, because as a family, it's fun, and those are good memories for us, Um, right, and so the analogy, because I love analogies, is, like, if you eat dessert all day long, you have dessert, you have cake for breakfast, and then you have cake for lunch, and then you have cake for dinner, by the time it gets to be dessert, you don't want any dessert, right, if you are buying and consuming things and toys and extras and Amazon priming everything all year round, by the time you get to Christmas, it's just like, eh, I don't even want it. Right. Um, so those are kind of my thoughts on Christmas and consumption and how to find the balance and just, if you don't want to do gifts for Christmas because it doesn't align with your values, because for a lot of people, Christmas has, you know, very significant religious meanings. Um, Natalie says I had cake for breakfast and lunch (laughs) and you're probably not going to want it for dinner and dessert. I could be wrong. But even if you want that for today, I mean, I bet you for like a week, you're not going to want cake for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. (laughs) Um, but and we do cake for breakfast for our birthdays, which is super fun. So anyway, um, I forgot. I totally forgot what I was saying. Um, but <laughs> it doesn't have to be so extreme. Um, oh, and that's what I was going to say. Just get clear on what your Christmas values are. What do you want it to Do you want it to be a season of giving and receiving? Um, the other thing that I always think about is like, do i want my kids you know when when we get gifts from grandparents and family and friends about all the things that we don't actually need and i see it on the doorstep and we get it as a gift do i want my kids to watch me be like ugh people gave us stuff again right or do i want my kids to see me be like wow like you got gifts from grandpa and grandma again because they don't live here and they love giving you things right they miss you they want to have they want you to have fun with this stuff right what do I want their experience to be? And the same is true at Christmas, right? Do I want my kids to see me being burnt out and frustrated and annoyed and angry that it's Christmas and we're getting gifts, right? Like, do I want them to feel those undertones of resentment and burden and anger and frustration? Or do I want them to actually have an experience that is fun, engaging, giving and receiving is a beautiful exchange. You can give and you can receive all of the things, right? Right. What do you want your values to be? Is it a religious experience? Do you not support gifts because it is so, you know, sacred and special to you? Like, what are your values? There's nothing wrong with it. You just have to pick what it is for you. Um, now, the final piece that I wanted to talk to you about preparing for Christmas is setting boundaries with family and friends who give you stuff. And the reason that I wanted to talk about those first two things why you need to do it now. And how to choose your Christmas values and declutter for that is because until you do those two, until you actually declutter your house and PS, by the way, if you're not in decluttering simplified, the course that I created to help you declutter your entire house, it teaches you how to do it in four weeks. You could totally get it done before Halloween and be good to go for Christmas. So if you're not in decluttering simplified, thinking about getting in decluttering simplified, go get into it because it will help you do this. Um, But if you haven't done those two things of like actually declaring your house before Christmas and getting it ready and then getting really clear on what your Christmas values and what you want the experience to be like is, you don't really have any right or ground to stand on to tell people what you do and don't want, right? You don't really have a basis for limitations and restrictions that you're putting on them. Other than I have not managed my home and my stuff well, so I don't want you to give to me, which is not fair to somebody who's giving to you, right? Because giving is not about you receiving, it's about the giver. Um, And you can't control what people give you, right? You can have good relationships with people and you can have healthy communication about the kinds of things that you do want and don't want. But for you to say that I poorly managed my house for this entire past year, don't give me anything or only give me experiences, just to me doesn't feel fair, right? It doesn't feel fair to you because you're overwhelmed and it doesn't feel fair to them. It doesn't feel good, feel fair to your kids, right? Who could be getting some pretty sweet gifts. I give my, my family and friends pretty sweet gifts, I think. (laughs) Um, So anyway, What we end up doing is blaming the Christmas season and blaming our family and friends for giving us too much stuff rather than taking ownership of the rest of the year, right? and All of the stuff that we bought and all of the thrift stores that we went and all of the good deals we bought and all of the things we got late night on Amazon and all of the whatever's we got right we're like no this is overwhelming people gave me too many christmas gifts and toys instead of taking ownership of your role in it in your home and understanding that you are the gatekeeper of your home right um and i will say that sometimes on very rare occasion yes people do give too much and they do go overboard that's not what we're talking about right we're talking about the rule not the exception um So I do think that when it comes to family and friends, you should absolutely communicate what you're doing beforehand, right? Communicate with your family and share your photos of decluttering and how great it's working for you and how much you love it and how much you're enjoying the simplified life and space and home, right? And be like, man, like I don't have laundry piles anymore. I don't, you know, my kids clean up their messes now because they have a manageable amount of toys, right? Like talk about that stuff. Talk about it from all angles. Talk about it from everything that's working well for you instead of just don't get me things, right? Only get us a zoo pass, right? Not to say that there's anything wrong with the zoo pass or museum pass, but I mean, if you have, you know, four sets of grandparents, they can't all get a zoo pass, right? You don't need eight zoo passes. Um, So anyway, communicate what you're doing. And if they ask you like, Hey, what kind of gifts do you guys want for Christmas? Like, we're planning ahead. We want to start getting the kids things. Send them very specific things. There's nothing wrong with being specific, but don't go into it with the expectation that's the only thing they're going to get you, right? Like, send them the Amazon wish list, send them the Etsy wish list, send them ideas. Um, even if the idea is an experience, right? Like, for us, there, you know, especially when we lived down in Florida, we would be like, Legoland passes would be awesome. Um, nobody ever got us those, by the way. they always got us gifts, like normal toy gifts. Um, but I mean, just communicate with them, right? Like, and if you truly do not want toys, tell them that, right. But make sure that you're, you're telling them that you don't want toys, not because, you know, you haven't decluttered your house and you're overwhelmed. Well, maybe it is that maybe tell them that honestly, like I'm truly just overwhelmed by my house. Please don't get us toys, please get us diapers or wipes. Like that would be the most helpful thing for us. Please get us a gift card for groceries. Ask for that. But just make sure that you're doing it with the right intentions, right? Not to put the blame on them, not to make them feel weird as a giver, right? Or as a gift, whatever. Um, Just be honest with them. But don't make it, don't put the responsibility on. You know what I mean? Like it's your house, it's your stuff, whatever gifts you give, get, you are not obligated to keep. Um, you can totally give them away. Start Now, right. Whenever you're listening to this, even if you're listening to this next year, three years from now, and it's the middle of summer, start decluttering now, because the thing is, the thing is, here's the thing, here's the truth. And I'm going to tell you again, get decluttering simplified and if that's too much for you just get into the toy course toy decluttering 101 because that will get you ready for christmas as well you have more stuff than you realize and decluttering if it were just as simple as getting rid of your stuff we wouldn't have this group we wouldn't have the podcast we wouldn't have all of the courses on it right like decluttering is an emotional process find time for it we have to prioritize it we have to deal with just in case, we have to deal with what if, we have to deal with I spent money on it, we have to deal with my kids like it, um, we have to deal with all of these parts and it's, a, it's an emotional process, right? Which is what my courses do. It's like I break it down for you so that you just have to take the steps and then I give you the emotional support to actually take those steps, right? Um, start now, right? And if you don't wanna waste your time, get into a course. They simplify it for you. They give you a super fast track. You can get the toy course done in a day. You can get decluttering simplified done in 4 weeks. You can get it done in less than 4 weeks if you wanted to. Um you get lifetime access to all of them just if you need the help and you're like, okay, I need to do this because I want to be ready for Christmas. Do it. I promise you it will be worth it. So, that was our first episode we've had in a long time. I'm going to hang up with everybody on the podcast. I'm going to hang out with everybody on Facebook for a little bit and catch up on the comments. And I will see you guys next week for uh, the episode, The Lies Your Clutter Tell You. Okay, that's going to be a good episode. Okay, bye. (laughs) Hey, before you go, I have a question to ask you. Would you please leave me a five-star review if you are listening on iTunes? It helps me grow my show and reach more moms like you who are wanting to be de- without becoming a full-blown minimalist. If you love the show, I would love it if you shared something specific that you find valuable or helpful, or that you just enjoy about listening to this show. I, it would mean the world to me if you took time out of your day to do that. And while you're at it, head over to motherhoodsimplified.com to listen to more podcast episodes or check out our Facebook group,